It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 144. Minecraft Podcast. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree Payments. Mobile app development can be complex, but integrating your payments no longer has to be. With Braintree, your business can accept nearly every type of payment from any device with just one integration. Learn more at braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. How is everybody doing today on the podcast? We have Doc, Nebris, and Co. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, good, good. good, good. I had a massage today. I had a massage, man. What? Mm-hmm. No happy ending, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you specify it when you go in? I don't want. I don't. Don't. Don't even offer it. I don't want it. Um, what is it? A regular thing that gets offered when you go to massages? No, uh, no. <laughs> but like, seriously, like I don't. I think I've done one massage. I've done one actually, like professional massage. And that ending was so sad. It yeah, was I want to get a sad ending. Awkward. Can we do that? Just have a cry. What, what does that involve? <laughs> yeah, what? a cry. Uh, yeah, just tears on your back as she's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it's not something you have to tell people. Like, I don't want a happy ending right. in America. Yeah, no. because in Germany, you have to go to a specific place if you want that kind of massage. You know? <laughs> but everybody knows, like, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah, it's legal. It's legal. Prostitution slash oh. stuff like that is legal in Germany. Yeah. Oh, we have like mm-hmm. one county in all of America that I can think of that, like, that's legal. Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not even Vegas. It's like near Vegas. You have to be like around Vegas. It's oh, yeah, is that it even legal there? Like, yeah. is it kind of like uh, marijuana where there's a federal ban on it, but certain places are like, yeah, we're going to kind of ignore that. Yeah, wasn't Lamar Odom when he almost died in one of those places? Your basketball that, place? That would have been a sad ending. <laughs> yeah, there, that's, how, that's how we get to the you sad the ending. Story? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know the story at all, so I can't. Oh, yeah, man. me neither. No. You gotta watch more Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, seriously. That's my problem. <laughs> Messing out on that. Just that episode. The yep. image of Doc with like popcorn and watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, last week we talked about the whole Apple FBI. It's locked. They can't get into it. They're fighting the FBI on like you know, all these things. There's a third party company saying, hey, we can unlock it for you, FBI. Just talk to us. So the FBI drops the whole trying to get Apple to open it for them. Um, and they were successful. The third party mm-hmm. uh, company actually opened up the iPhone. Uh, FBI's all happy that they're into the phone. <laughs> now Apple is like, what? How'd you do that? Tell tell yeah. us tell us how you did that. Yeah, because the whole thing. First of all, Andrews kept insisting last week that uh, Apple agreed to open up this one cell phone. I'm in the camp of I haven't heard about that at all. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. The point is, normally if a secret service does that, they quietly do that and don't tell the freaking world about it. Mm. You know, right now Apple is in a very peculiar spot. 
the world knows, okay, there is a security leak. And I think what they did is they stopped the mechanism. Um, you can type in 10,000 different um, wrong logins and eventually you will unlock it. But, you know, just, you know, brute forcing it pretty much. And uh, the whole world now knows there is a security breach. Um, God knows yeah, who could get it. And now Apple yeah, is really demanding. They're even thinking about going to court about it, that um, yeah, the FBI, oh, I think it was an, it's rumored it's some Israeli um, security company who did it, um, that they tell them now how they did it. And I think they have to now because there's this, you know, the world knows there's this huge security breach. Um, it's it's ridiculous. I think they just wanted to get back on Apple, you know, going like, nah, 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 nah. Now we hacked you. Um, why do they make such a public big deal about it? Whoever announced that publicly? I don't know if it was leaked information <laughs> that they have it hacked now or if the FBI's. Well, it could also. Because they don't understand what they're dealing with. Right. I agree that. Like they haven't from the beginning. I mean, from Apple's point of view, this is just like, really, this is just like any other exploit. Whenever one yeah. comes out, it gets broadcast on the internet, like, hey, you can do this. You know, some programmer somewhere figured out you could do a thing. And this is the same. And they just want to close the hole. They want to fix the exploit for the next iOS version, basically. Yeah. But normally, if something like that happens uh, by so-called white hackers and so on, they clearly show the method. And beforehand, before they publicize, often even, you know, tell it to Apple or the company that right. is affected or whatever. And then they make their story about it, show their way, and the company has a chance to fix it. And, and a lot of times they'll even say, I'm giving you, I plan on publishing this in 30, 60, 90 days, you know, however long. Like, I plan on publishing this at this time. You have until then to fix happen. it. I just don't, I don't think that's the only way it happens. I mean, there's right. plenty of... Right. Yeah. And we're talking about white hat hackers. Yeah. 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 Um, and this, this basically is like a, a more malicious sort of thing that's happened in a way. I wouldn't call it malicious. Do you mean on, on the FBI's <laughs> point of view or on the hacker's point of view or wh what part's malicious? Just sort of the way the FBI is handling it. It's, malicious is probably too strong a word, but it's just sort of like it's not being handled in a, in a positive way, I guess. Yeah. For what's best for humanity from some people's perspectives sort of way. But yeah, there, there's something to be said for our government's ability to hack into phones. Like you kind of want them to get to be able to get into terrorists phones. But if that hole is there, how can that be abused? There's all sorts of concerns, different conflicts of interest. It's a, it's a very moral gray area interesting to talk about yeah i, I wonder I, I wonder why they need access to it um in a sense of tracking who what do they want to do there check out the photos or what because the calls and texts and whatnot you can easily get access to via the carrier you know yeah it depends um, on what they I mean, there could be all sorts of there could be sketches there could be co other contacts that were added like they had a lot of information also already from the backups that were on Apple server. So anything mm. that was on Apple server as a backup, Apple handed over, but they stopped mm. the backups uh, like a few months before the actual attack. So there's a few months missing in the backup data and that's what they wanted. They, I, I don't know if that was, there also might be limits to what they can get from the carriers. Uh, they might only be able to get metadata 
that says, well, they sent a text at this time to this person, but we don't know what the actual text was. You know, who knows what type of weird limits they have? Um, I don't know anything specific, but right, another same. possibility is if they're using some sort of form of communication that's encrypted end to end, then the only mm. way they'd be able to see into those conversations is by getting access to the user's key. Mm. Right, getting it into the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, I I guess I haven't done all the research to figure out exactly how FBI notified the world that it's it doesn't it doesn't need apple anymore and that it was successful i don't know if that was just saying oh we rescind our like our whole like thing that we need you to open up the like okay that's gone we don't need that anymore and obviously that tells the world that they they got in you know that everything's fine now or was it like an actual press release i i don't i don't know so um But there's the FBI announced Monday that it managed to unlock an iPhone 5C, which means that they probably did a press release. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, you're right. Um, Which again, I I go back to like it's being handled really weirdly. Like, why would they announce that they can do that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. Even you know, it's a technical disadvantage. Aside of of making Apple look bad, it's also a technical disadvantage. So you know, it was like, okay, the FBI cannot unlock iPhones, so potential terrorists or bad guys would feel safe now. You know, and go like, yeah, right, okay, so no problem then. Now they say, hey, by the way, we unlocked it, so they I, <laughs> don't I, use I, iPhone five Cs anymore. Yeah, right. I don't, uh, well, maybe they didn't unlock yeah. it. They're just pretending they did so that no, and it's, it's stupid anyways. Could be, yeah, they can't I think, like I think that sort of approach. Yeah, it's they're highly overestimating. Psychology. They're, they're <clears throat> highly overestimating probably what they will find on this iPhone. That uh, you know, it sounds to me like they they're approaching it like with some some James Bond like crazy spy attitude that normally you know what the guys for example in paris did they just had throwaway phones and you know um, communicated like that and i mean in our days people know phones can be tracked and tapped and whatnot and if you're a bad guy you most likely will not use your freaking iphone you have a contract for us in three years and you know i it's a funny thing anyways that you can just get throwaway phones that easily in the united states in germany you can really do that you have to you know you have to give a passport and identify yourself and stuff like that related story that's come up recently and they're pushing to make burner phones illegal now yeah and i imagine it has a lot to do with this yeah i think i don't know yeah, this LA Times article uh, also has a quote from Justin Olson, product counsel at security software maker AVG Technologies. Um, but he says something that I think is absolutely true. He says the responsible thing for the government to do is to privately disclose the disclose the vulnerability to Apple so that they continue to that they can continue to harden the security of their devices. There's some loud thing going on outside. Let me go figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be the, the responsible thing to do, honestly. You know, use it on the damn phone and then um, tell it to Apple. But obviously, that just shows what we suspected last time when we discussed about it. They are not only looking to unlock this phone, they want to have a tool they can use on any other phones and keep on doing what they do. Mm. And yeah, it's, to me, it's, that was the fear Apple, you know, 
mentioned. They said, okay, if you if you unlock this one phone, you will unlock all kinds of other phones, and you will use it in the future for other stuff. So I don't. This is, this whole case makes no sense to me. It almost feels like really like the FBI was going like, ha ha, wrecked you. <laughs> you know, yeah. we got it without your help. Yeah. Hey. I just don't see why they would do that. Like that's yeah. the confusing part. Yeah. The thing is, do it. I think the it's FBI. a conspiracy by the lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember also that like the FBI is just run by a whole bunch of people. And so no, FBI is not used to being told, no, you're overstepping your bounds here. We're going to fight you on this and we're not going to allow you to uh, to have a backdoor. We're not going to create a backdoor for you. And then they have to they have all this stuff. They, it's embarrassing for them. They're using this old, you know, th- Act this old uh, bill, like uh, uh, legislation, uh, to try to get in. I mean, and they could just be mad. They could just be frustrated. They could say, "Fine, let's put out a press release. We did it, Apple. F you. You know, who knows? Who knows? Normally, it should work like that. That's the whole NSA situation and whatnot. Saving every data. Normally, you have to have a like a suspicion towards somebody." by your police work, by your secret services, and then you start observing the person. And then you have a right, and maybe a lawyer allows you to tap the phone and whatnot. That is how it's handled so far. And uh, I mean, I don't see, okay, 9-11 has been a while now, but I don't see the whole thing working anyways. As I said, people be using burner phones, people be using whatever, and it's uh, very tricky to track everybody and keep, you know, then you just meet in a house and you don't use a phone and you talk. So, well, it's, it's not just a preventative measure. If you go back, like if someone commits some sort of terrorist act, you can go back and see who their contacts were and you might possibly uh, root out whatever their network that supported them. Yeah. Those acts was, I mean, yeah. that has value, but again, is it worth the intrusion into all of our privacies? Yeah. Our it, it works. It works different in our days, anyways. You know, it's not like uh, maybe in the case of Al Qaeda back then, Osama bin Laden was the guy on top, and he pretty much issued a command, and they had this whole plans uh, situation there. Nowadays, there is, at least at the recent attacks here in Europe, it was independent cells, you know, that maybe sympathize with ISIS or whomever, but are not under direct order of ISIS. So it's very, very difficult to you kind of stop that, because there's no real com- uh, chain of command and whatnot. Oh, hi, Karin. <laughs> yeah. Look, you're on camera. Oh. <laughs> um, I think, I think uh, the whole thing is uh, is really interesting because of the fact that it's sort of like it really highlights the tug of war between like having to give up something to get something, and mainly yeah. in our case, it's like giving up freedom and privacy for maybe security, maybe. You have to consider that um, privacy from the government is one thing, but privacy from individuals like hackers or just anyone with an interest in this information, like big data, like it's all out there and there's so much of it. And to what extent do we have privacy, whether or not we ought to, like, I think it's just gone. Like, whether we want it or not, it's it's a lost battle. 
That's an interesting aspect of it. it, Yeah. it's, Yeah. It's sad, I would say. I felt that way a few times. It's like when I see something like super shocking, it's just like, I guess everything I do is in public. Like just assume everything I am doing is being seen by someone or logged somewhere that could be seen by somewhere, someone, they just need to decide that I'm the one that they look at. Like, it's just, I don't think that like, I don't necessarily think that piracy or piracy (laughs) (laughs) privacy is dead. I I just, I think that we're casualties of a, a sort of generation where there's a lot of incompetence because there's, the internet was is definitely still not understood by people. It wasn't understood by the FBI. They don't understand that if you add a back door, even if you have a giant house, if you have one back door that's always open, then anybody can always come in. Right. 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 They're like, but, but we have the key. It's that's like, yeah, you can copy that key. Yeah. Right. But um, the totally because of that, lost my train of thought. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what. No, You're talking no. about privacy. I don't know what the fuck I was gonna say. You're talking about privacy, yeah. and then oh, we know. Privacy, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff like, like public records are just put publicly out on the internet, which it makes sense, sort of, because it's like, well, they're public records. They were public to start with. So what's wrong with that? But the thing is, is that it's way different from having public records in a courthouse where somebody has to go there to view them, versus putting them on the internet where anybody in the world at a couple of, you know, keystrokes can see them. I feel like those are not equal things, even though it's technically sticking true to what the original purpose was of public document. Yeah. The age old question, what is newsworthy? And that was an interesting topic lately as well with Gawker versus the Hogan, the Hulk. I mean, yeah. What is right. newsworthy? That is the big question. Um, who has a right to know about your private things? And at what point does your private life become yeah, newsworthy so there's a public interest in it? Um, would that apply to us too? You know, we are known on the internet and whatnot. So are we public figures now or not? Um, well, I don't know the full details. Just surface level on the Hulk Hogan thing. I feel conflicted. It's like, you know, nobody would want that kind of information out there. But if it's out there, it's sort of. Yeah. yeah. The thing was, um, my, my girlfriend is a journalist. So obviously I talked with her about the whole case. And she said, well, pretty much the question is, in this case, is something newsworthy or not? So Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan, um, pretty much says his sex life is a private thing. And there is his, you know, entertainment figure, Hulk Hogan, which is completely different from Terry Bollea, his, which his real name is. Many people even don't know the real name. I think his real name is really Hulk Hogan. But um, so he said, um, you as a newspaper are not allowed to report about my private life. And that is a groundbreaking verdict pretty much i mean sure he, there, there was a lot of money let's see if he even gets that i mean gawker will obviously take all legal means against that and try to stop it and whatnot so here's but, the interesting thing well anyway i'll get to that later Go ahead. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah a, it's a groundbreaking situation like with all the you know for example gawker had an app it was called a stalker app or something where pretty yeah. much people could um, notify the world where a certain celebrity is at any given time in LA or whatever. And it's on like a Google Maps kind of thing where you yeah. can track people. 
Yeah, so you could potentially, I mean, if there was a bad guy, um, a real stalker or somebody who wants to do harm to a like a yeah celebrity person or whatever, he just needs to use that app and it's like, oh, okay, this guy is here, let's go shoot him. I mean, you know, in theory. And it's happened before. I'm just saying John Lennon. You know, it's not like uh, stuff like that never happens. Well, I don't, I don't even really like that example because I feel like that takes it off into extreme land where yeah, people yeah. are like, Oh, well, you know, how often does that fucking happen? Like, it's yeah, yeah. a big deal. But I think the, the thing that's more more real, and I think that anybody who's had like a fan base knows what this is like, is that even people who are well-intentioned have this sort of ownership feeling over the relationship that they have with this celebrity person. And they think they can do whatever they whatever. want. Mm. And... Uh, they're not necessarily people who are going to walk up and, and kill you, but yeah. maybe they want something of yours. Maybe yeah. they want your information. Maybe they want to get more personal. All yeah. kinds of weird, you know, odd yeah. problems that, that aren't really, you know, you're not subject to as just a regular citizen. Yeah. The knows. point is, um, I think why the judges or the, yeah, the the court uh, ruled in favor of Hulk Hogan was because they said, yeah, there is a clear line be- between somebody's private life and somebody's public life. And seeing Hulk Hogan bone uh, the wife of his best buddy is for sure, I uh, know Terry Bollea, he was there Classic. privately, Yeah, is for sure not newsworthy. And therefore, uh, they broke the law and therefore they have to pay a compensation. I, I mean, also the think there is, was... is ridiculous from a European perspective. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's an American thing has such a huge amount of money. Uh, even, yeah, it was, I think, a huge amount even for US. Um, yeah, I was surprised at the sum. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, um, humongous. Yeah. yeah. But still, that that is the point of it. And I agree with the court there. I mean, there wasn't a some court. people made a freaking career out of sex tapes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think those were intentionally leaked. Yeah, exactly. Leaked. I I mean, uh, I also think that the way that Gawker handled the entire case really hurt them because they were joking during depositions. They were, they didn't take it seriously. The judge basically hated them. Like, I think that was a big part of it too. I mean, and you were, you mentioned the sum and how Gawker is is probably going to try to get out of it. Gawker's not worth that much money. They're not worth a ton no. of money. And they might in order not be able to afford the fees to get out of it. They can't. Yeah. So here's the yeah. thing is in order to do a shoot is to is to appeal, they have to put up I believe it's a third some amount, some percentage of of the um, as as yeah, in escrow. They have to put it up in order to say that they they want um uh to to go through that process. And that amount of money will bankrupt them. Even if they yeah. say, we would like to keep fighting this and take this to a higher court, the amount of money that it would take to do that will destroy the company. On top of yeah, that, a lot they, of people have. they made 12 million profit or so, 10 to 12 million profit over the last year. So not nothing close to that 125. <laughs> no, million, I, think it's, right? I think it's like a, 50 million is what they need to, I, uh, yeah. is what they need to put up um in escrow and they can't do it so they're screwed no matter what on top of that the founders like the founder and the co-founder they're also out like 15 million each 
Yeah, like they, it, they they've just been destroyed. Liabilities yeah. there as well. Yeah, but here, here's the thing: uh, media, corporate media, is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and this is a very scary precedent for them. So I think you might see someone step in and <laughs> maybe front that for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, uh, very interested in getting that appeal. The 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 thing about it to me is that newsworthy seems a little. I don't know, subjective, I guess. Yes. 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 Subjective thing where you can say that's newsworthy, that's not. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, there's a clear. Um, I'm very, not defending them. Yeah, <laughs> a relatively clear. Um, like, if something of public interest would happen, um, that is newsworthy then. You know, what is not newsworthy is, is a pri- if a private person, you know, what does it affect the world if Hulk Hogan bones uh, his best friend's wife? It's not, no, Terry Bollea. We have to, <laughs> you know, it's not um, if I feel like Hulk I need Hogan to make a goes, stage name that's different from my real name. Like, yeah, that, that, that was the whole point. <laughs> I'm it's always just Chad Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very tricky, it's a very tricky case to argue about. You guys about. have to like call me OMG Chad anytime we're yeah. public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it relies on a code of honor. You know, there's a press code and um, that it's always a thin line to walk in. Ever so often, certain news outlets step over that line. For example, in Germany, we have a tabloid thing. It's called the Bildzeitung. Um, it's the picture, if you translate it. And they pretty much do it on a regular basis. They, I don't know, there was a murder case and then there's a suspect and they show his full face, although it's not proven that he actually did it and show his full name and what. That's also against the press code, pretty much. You well, have, that yeah. might be a difference between... Germany and America then because I yeah. think that, that stuff is extremely common here like the Hulk yeah. Hogan uh, sex tape thing that didn't that didn't seem shockingly different from anything else we have very commonly here to me yeah. Yeah. You, know, you got tabloids multiple tabloids constantly talking about how you know such and such celebrity is a lizard person uh, you've got I mean how many sex tape scandals have you heard about in the past yeah. decade uh, pretty much every <laughs> every yeah. major celebrity has had their version of a sex tape. I don't know. It's, well, yeah, that, that, here's the question. Is the sex tape necessary for the newsworthiness of a sex scandal? Like if, like say the exactly. Schwarzenegger scandal where he's banging his mate or, or whatever it was. I, I, I hardly remember it because he's still awesome. <laughs> yeah. You could report about that. Right, you could say, okay, doesn't this happen? But do you have to show the actual explicit act of him having sex um, to report this news? That is the point. You can still report it, right? You could say, okay, um, we have found proof that Hulk Hogan boned this and this chick, um, but you don't have to show the sex tape because the intention of that is clearly to generate traffic for you and not to report about the news. Right, but what if there's like a what if uh, he denies it and the tape is the only solid piece of evidence? Then is that newsworthy? Well, if the tape is, is the only thing that exists that demonstrates the story at all, and it's and it's a scandal, that seems to me like an argument that it would be newsworthy. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Which is different from a court context, where of course it would be have to be allowed. But yeah. was was the was the Hulk Hogan or Terry Bellelli? Is that Bellia. it? Bellea. <laughs> Bellelli. Where did I get that from? But was that a scandal in any sense? Like no. Was, 
is his best friend's wife, but you know, some people are into that. I, I don't, I don't know too much. Supposedly, about it. the best friend allowed him to do it and encouraged him to do it. That's the story there. You know, the whole thing. I, is, like, I don't want to intrude on his his, uh, his private life because that's see? between him and his friend. See, aha. Yeah. Uh -huh. But it's yeah. newsworthy. See, that's, and here we are talking about it. That is it. such a weird thing because that's not what tabloids do is Britney Spears was seen getting a Starbucks. You know, yeah. like so-and-so is out doing this. Like, this that's is why all. I said this is wishy-washy. It's so weird. It, I think this kind of stuff is newsworthy to some people. I don't give a fuck about Hogan's sex life, but certainly lots of people did. Does that make and it? Here's, here's the kicker. Now that this whole uh, sex tape scandal is in the media. Is the sex tape now newsworthy? Yeah, now that it's it, like... Right, because this has happened. Yeah. Paradox. I would say it is now. because Right. <laughs> well, it's about protecting privacy. Hogan, you know, the whole... I mean, the way he went, went about it was also weird. I mean, you know, then on Twitter and then... He, you see these tweets and he goes, I thank God for justice and God and, you know, pretends to be the super religious guy. Um, we all know what pro yeah, portrait Hulk Hogan painted of himself in the public before. He's a wrestler, man. You know, he did crazy shit. Everybody knows he, he was on drugs most of his wrestling career. Who and took things him like down anyway? Who took him down? Yeah, well, Hogan fell out of, out of popularity for a while or he fell off the like he was his wife and something happened and his wife linda hogan uh he had, I mean, they had a divorce mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I heard he, he had he, he had a, uh, a reality tv show money. wasn't that recent yeah. that was the recent thing i'm talking like he was a wrestler and then he was missing for 10 years yeah and then he had a reality yeah. what happened well, yeah, well, there was the big split up back then cycle, in the days between wcw and wwe and he was with WCW, tried to get a second career here with his group, the NWO. Mm -hmm. And obviously the winner in the end um, was the WWE. And therefore uh, Hogan lost his power position. But also, you know, it's a fast moving business. I mean, Wait, he was the I biggest think I just, of the 80s. Didn't he have like fake muscles or something? Wasn't that <laughs> what it was? No, no, no. No, no. I think he. No. I think he had like balloons or something. He had some sort of like thing silicon muscles. Like oh, yeah, man. I feel violated. Steroids, probably. You know, but you know, he was back in the nineties, uh, early nineties and eighties, and so on. Hulk was the shit, and then the train. Just I remember moved watching on. Hulk movies. Like there was some random movie where he was like a space, like superhero. <laughs> like I mean, it was crazy. He, he could have he could have been so rich that he would never care about this shit anyways because back then the George Foreman grill everybody knows that right the George Foreman grill was a huge success it netted George Foreman about 200 million dollars and um Hulk Hogan got offered it first and he turned it down he said no and he didn't he invested it in would have been the Hulk Hogan grill it would have been yes. the Hulk Hogan grill <laughs> yeah, and he turned it down, and then Foreman took it, and he made a fortune of it, and Hogan did it not. And a lot of people still make fun about that, one of the biggest business mistakes. I, I feel like I would want to live in that world. I want that alternate reality where... Yeah, this is the darkest grill, brother. Press it, Hulk Hogan grills friends while on you. <laughs> right. Yes. It's not WrestleMania, it's uh, Grillamania. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. 
I love so many possibilities. I, I was I loved back, you know, when I was 13, 12 or so. I was a huge wrestling fan. I loved uh, the uh, Ultimate Warrior. May you rest in peace, Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also liked Hogan. And I mean, sure, this whole case was very tricky. A lot of people didn't fully understand what it's all about. And I agree with Cole that it's a bit that what is newsworthy is tricky, but. Yeah, he said, that is my private life, and that is not newsworthy compared to my public figure, Hulk Hogan. Anything he does is probably newsworthy because he wants to be talked about, right? But yeah. there's also a certain That's line. Make, I just realized, like, the whole focus on his reality TV show was his private life made public. Yeah. But not as yeah, new. But not as news. This is the weirdest. I don't. Are we sure that's what they? The whole thing think, was about. I think yeah. the lesson here, kids, yeah. is don't fuck around. Because there's yeah. everywhere now. <laughs> Just don't fuck around. Yeah. Just don't be gawker media, and you're fine. That's controversial. <laughs> right. That's controversial. The court though has to be impartial, right? They I don't think it was a court it. decision. I think this was only a judge decision. I don't think there was a court involved. Yes. No, there oh, was. I, a, I thought there was a jury. jury. Jury, it was a jury. There yeah. was okay, I'm yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, I mean, it's it's a funny thing. All of us, Hulk Hogan was the most outspoken person about his private life, there, uh, always, and about his. He even did this show, as you say, and now he claims he wants his private life to be protected, and that's what Gawker also, you know criticized about that. There, um, there have been like a lot of fights like that where if somebody does something like they choose to share like they blog or they make vlogs or something where they share a lot of their personal life there's a lot of people out there that think that that means that you forfeit any right to privacy yeah because exactly. something that you have done i'm not sure yeah. i agree with that either i mean i mean you can easily argue it is a scripted show i did that that is not my private life what i showed in um whatever the show was called uh Hogan knows better. I think the show was called. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a full court case, Chad, with a jury. Wow. Mm. Okay. Huh. I the totally jury, didn't. Jury, uh, uh, judge that was an invasion of privacy. Interesting. By Gawker against Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So yeah, we will see. I I don't know if you ever see the money or if he even sees a, a fraction of it or whatever. And they only spent six hours in deliberation. Hmm. It's funny, and Hogan, uh, or Terry Bollea, he was representing Terry Bollea in court there, but he shows up with his bandana, you know, like yeah. <laughs> in full Hulk mode, and then... But it's know. black, right? He's like, it's yeah, like it's Hulk in mourning. Yeah. Formal, formal. Yeah. And then, he, bandana. yeah. and then he tweets out, you know, brother, I told you I was going to slam another giant, you know, and... Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah tweets that makes it over. The, the big leg yeah. to... Gawker, you know, it's like. Uh, yeah. Is anyone does, does anyone just so happy that like Gawker is taking like Gawker has always been such a sleazy company in my opinion. I'm yeah, just there's I'm, plenty of them. I, I don't them. like them, but Nobody I won't see them. They I'm not do some dance on their grave really or anything. Stuff, I might, they might do some good. really nasty stuff. Like I, they've outed certain people as as gay when they didn't want to be outed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm really against that. Um, yeah, the whole stalker, a stalker app stalker and stuff. Is, that's, that is, uh, yeah. If something goes horribly wrong, like you said, I think they might be liable in some way. Like, as an wasn't example. Jimmy Kimmel 
Oh, it said his name. Yeah, he yeah, had hosting the uh, the he, whatever that show was that Larry King used to. Yeah, and he had one of the Gawker representatives and Hard. really wrecked her. Yeah, I remember because, that. Yeah, I think it was a bit of his personal agenda because they dragged him too. But it was about that stalker thing. Yeah. And, um, she really got stomped uh, there. Well, it was the same. It was the same thing where, like, it seems like everybody who represents Gawker has this sort of sarcastic, like, "We're not doing anything wrong. Fuck you" attitude. Yeah. They're like doing. psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Or sociopaths, at least. Uh, we will see um, if, yeah. if, if that whole Hogan case will now be used more often. But I mean, I'm, I'm, you know. The whole internet and all news outlets are full of, of, of something that nobody cares about. I'd rather <laughs> focus or have the news outlets focus on more relevant stuff and not spam me all day long with, I don't know, Kim Kardashian sex tapes, Hulk Hogan sex tapes, um, and all that crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, please, people like gossip, me. but... <laughs> yeah. I don't want sex tapes in my inbox. Stop it. Yeah. Send mixtapes instead. Yeah, mixtapes, yeah. not sex tapes. Am You're I just right? asking to get Rick I want a Hulk Hogan mixtape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Awesome. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Uh, that's great. Tell you something, brother. Um, now, Doc, you had mentioned something earlier, sort of in the same vein, about free speech and uh, mm. freedom of the presses in Turkey and stuff like that. What's oh, going on? Yeah. Our beloved President Erdogan. Of the Turkey, Turkish Republic, of yeah, of Turkey. <laughs> oh, I, echo. Now I got yeah. echo. Really? Where, yeah, yeah. Echo all of a sudden. Echo. Hello. Yeah. I'm getting it. Are you? I'm not hearing yeah. it at all. It must be coming from me. <laughs> yeah, we all got uh, echo now. I'm trying to find it. Guilty. Dead. Is it gone? No. Nope. It's it's most likely my fault. I don't know how. It's my fault though. Uh, well, maybe we stop. We stop real quick and restart or something. Uh, okay, is it gone now? One, two, three. Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, you got it. Fixed it. Okay, I, I changed the cool. thing. Uh, I I thought it was already changed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the point was, um, Turkish Republic President Erdogan. In the past, already it started, you know, there was this discussion, Erdogan blocking Twitter and um, so on. And he's really moving against um, any sort of criticism coming from the press or even from private people. Teenager writes on Twitter, Erdogan sucks or something. And then he goes after them, sues them on the terms of... Um, yeah, of now, aren't they kind of already notorious for this? They, like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it, haven't they blocked YouTube entirely a number of times? I don't know if they did it, but they intended to, and it was talked about. And yeah, so he, he doesn't allow. He it's pretty much they say it's a democracy, but what he does is a dictatorship style censorship of any criticism towards him. So now in Germany, um, there was this uh, big topic because of the refugee crisis or people in need crisis, however you want to call it. Um, there was a deal negotiated with Turkey. Um, that Turkey is going to help take a lot of uh, Syrian refugees and the European Union is going to throw a shit ton of money at Turkey so they can um, um, pay for those people and support them and treat them well. And so it was a constant topic in the news lately. And then one German satire magazine picked that up and um, made fun about it and made a, set a, a song, a satire song about 
Erdogan's antics and how he's pretty much a dictator and whatnot, made fun of him. It was satire. And what happens then is Erdogan called in the German ambassador uh, and uh, demanded that this video gets deleted and this news, uh, this show gets punished. And became so, a parody of himself. He uh, did. Yeah. So pretty much what he was yeah, blamed for in this parody, he then did. Uh, yeah, obviously, it was a big story. And um, the reaction then was by the German government after a day or so of, I don't know, whatever they had to talk about. But they immediately said, yes, no, not going to happen. This video stays on here in Germany. Freedom of speech is a given. And you have to deal with it. But we're not going to punish nor delete them. So... Now, obviously, this is going to cause problems with the whole negotiations, with the refugee crisis and whatnot, but just shows that right now people in uh, yeah, the Turkish Republic are pretty much fucked when it comes to freedom of speech and whatnot. I mean, just imagine, you know, you go out and say, I hate Obama. Next thing you know, FBI runs in your house <laughs> and arrests you and sues you and puts you into jail because it's like, it's crazy. Crazy. You, you, you can yeah. say you hate him all you like. You just can't make a death threat. Yeah, right. I mean, you can. Hey, I mean, yeah, that would be something different if you publicly say, "I'm gonna kill." Don't say it. Don't say it. A guy yeah. who is yeah. in a house yeah. that is a very <laughs> plain color. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's something different if you threaten somebody, but you can criticize and, uh, you know. I mean, the, the the presidential campaign in in the United States is known for being, you know, oh, people throwing shit at each other. It's and, glorious. Yeah, it's fun tough. to watch. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a weird thing. Um, I, it's like from a, a citizen's perspective, like all I want is the same rights that the government has is the same rights that I have. And, how you know, you? it's like, how unfair is it that there's some one dude that's like, uh, oh, I don't like that. You can't talk about it. But I couldn't do yeah. the same back. Like that sort of balance is awesome. You know, that's that's what I like. I still don't feel yeah. like we ha exactly have that in America. There's lots of stuff that I feel like the government can do that I can't do. But I think that's what I would like as a citizen is the same things that the government can do. I can do. I've never yeah. I heard guess, that. I guess there would be line like you don't want the government to have the same rights as you. Like yeah. the things that are guaranteed to you. It's kind of like citizen what is it citizens united the whole corporation is a person. Mm -hmm. That's a very bad yeah. thing for a corporation to be a person. A person can make political contributions and has free speech and a all person can right. go to jail. A person can go to jail. Texas can execute a person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Corporations can't go to jail, can't be executed, and now they have these like free speech rights and things. It's this weird thing, and the government shouldn't be like that either. Like the government should just be. A machine I definitely think there's limits. Us because also like I can't declare country. war. <laughs> you know, like I can't raise an army. Maybe I, I could. Maybe I could. yeah. Maybe maybe we could. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, we are allowed to bear arms and whatnot, but like, uh, yeah. I can see and your point. Becomes, yeah, you, you, know, you don't want the government to be a peer. There's definitely you. You want the government to serve you. Right. One, one, one very important means of controlling the government, or not abusing their power, because they also have more rights. That we just pointed out that a civilian person in a more powerful rights is the press. 
reporting and also criticizing um, the political leaders about what they do. So if you disallow the press uh, to speak about you, that's a classical method of a uh, yeah, dictatorship. I mean, here in Germany, Hitler, he fucking he disallowed any other newspaper and then just had a newspaper that was praising him all day long and that was the only information that people got. Therefore, there was not much criticism because there was no medium to use it. Like in North Korea, all other countries do it. And then Turkey is trying to... Um, get into the European Union, um, but works with methods of the worst censorship. And I mean, and that is ridiculous. And even take it so far that not even, like you can sit in a cafe and talk to talk about the topic with a buddy. Somebody hears it and say, this guy is blackmailing the president or this guy is criticizing the president. You could go to jail for that. I mean, that is, that is ridiculous. I mean, you are voted for, so you're also out for being criticized i mean that is quite obvious and how would the people then control you if anything bad you do is just not allowed to be talked about i mean this is just completely yeah it's unfair it's not it's not yeah Yeah. that's one of the great things about the internet though is that it kind of it makes all that extremely difficult for a country to to do except for i think north korea is probably the only little shitty place that has their shit together on that front because I think they have their I think they've completely segregated I know they have a web page of their own but I don't think the people yeah. have it oh, gone to that there was a really cool documentary I saw about like basically a sneaker net black market where people uh, some people have DVD players portable DVD players and you can and also laptops and things like that so you could get a USB drive filled with movies and stuff and culture yeah. on it and also think about cell phones i mean obviously especially in the border regions uh, of south korea it's hard they they have not the technical capability to black uh we had to block all cell phone signals so people can also talk now it's it's a lot of videos coming out of north korea in the last 10 years whereas before before cell phones and whatnot and small usb sticks it was tricky but yeah and I, crusaders I actually, are going in and giving cell phones away too yeah, I'm I'm really following North Korea since years, very very closely. Watch a lot of documentaries about it and read up about it and so on. Because to me, it's a, a historically very interesting. Because kind of the same situation we had here in Germany, you know, East Germany, West Germany, a country divided by war, and in one side of the um, fence there's a communist system. And I mean, North they Korea are, though is like yeah. the ultimate dictatorship. It's the ultimate little example of that i mean it's just it's so regimented it's so controlled it's so insane yeah it's it's crazy it's it's, their website is hilarious yeah (laughs) i don't think i've ever seen the korea-dpr.com like that's what i'm looking at right now uh i mean pretty much they have their own history um like the whole how the korean war went big uh legend yeah the the democratic people of republic of korea yeah yeah democratic people's republic that's the one yeah i'm afraid i'm gonna get a virus by visiting this webpage (laughs) their website is just for everybody else though it's it's for presenting north korea as this yeah. like, amazing place but just they call it uh, the american stuff the evil imperialist invaders yeah. uh, so the whole thing is a total yeah. fantasy yeah. like this picture of everybody hugging the dear leader mm. which i'm pretty sure the picture that they're showing there is the dead father Kim yeah Jong. Kim Jong-il. 
and then uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not even sure of who's in charge right now because they have like a, a neck, uh, what is it like a necrocracy? Yeah, yeah. Sorts because Kim the Jong father died, and then there was Kim Jong Il, and then he yeah. died. Now the website's that. like even broken. Like I'm, I, I went to their national anthem, and that page doesn't have anything on it for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it's pretty I'll funny. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Every. Uh, every person, for example, who enters North Korea, and also every North Korean has to do that at least once a year, is um, come to Pyongyang and there's the two statues of the founder and his uh, son, not the current uh, leader. Can you so you're going to get a statue? And you have to go, huge ass statues, and you have to go there and drop flowers and bow. Every tourist has to do that uh, who goes there. It is... It is uh, quite intense. I mean, obviously, they also have their murderous labor camps, you know, an estimated few million people are in there. Um, and if you do something against the dear leader there, you and your whole family will get transferred to there. I mean, a lot of yeah, a lot of neighboring countries are profiting from it. Um, cheap labor for Chinese logging camps and so on. It's a whole... It's pretty crazy. They have an e-library where I can read about the abuses of socialism are intolerable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. They, they made up their whole, and it's like an entire alternate reality is uh, basically what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, I think they actually remake movies as well, like popular movies. They remake them in North Korea to be more to line up with North Korea legend and history and everything, lore, I guess. Yeah, Kim Il-sung, he, he was the founder, then there was um, Kim Jong-il, and now Kim Jong-un. And um, the legends uh, about Kim Il-sung, he, it's pretty much godlike. You know, when he died, they said, like, freaking birds came down from the sky and took his body or his spirit away, and um, and his body is still preserved, Um, um in a huge museum technically still in charge yeah and he's the eternal leader um forever yeah and then the his son was the general i think the eternal general and now um, the current leader is the marshal you have to call him yeah oh. so and they use the same system so that's why it was a huge uproar uh, with the turkish i mean not if it comes to censorship with press, obviously not uh, with all the other things. Um, so far, I can still say Turkey is a democratic state. You can vote. Um, but yeah, it's so not a fair vote. With, with regards to Germany, like when East and West reunified, that, that was, uh, I imagine, a turbulent time to mm -hmm. reintegrate those cultures. Like yeah. how bad do you think it's going to be to reintegrate North and South Korea? Like... I don't think that they. I don't. Possible task. My personal opinion on that is, I feel like I feel like the government of North Korea should be dismantled, but then given to the people that are in North Korea. To mm. you know, I think it should still just be North Korea because they're going to have to sort that shit out. It's it's so starkly different. I mean, like with I think with East and West Berlin, things were not as starkly different, were they? I, I, I kind of, well, and it all, I also always feel like there was a very self-aware aspect in East and West Berlin. Like they were very self-aware of the differences, and they could see the differences. And 
you know, it was it was the same city. I wouldn't say it would be easy. It, it yeah. probably it really wasn't easy, but it would be more reconcilable than North and South let's, Korea. Let's say it like that. Technology-wise, um, there was a gap between 30 years, you know, East and West Germany, infrastructure and all that. That's the one side. But also, um, if you grow up in socialism, you are normally used to not working that hard, but also not getting that much, you know, in a sense of, because you will, you will work and try your best, but you have no personal gain out of it and you cannot thrive because you're always limited. Um, if you're not working for the government, okay, that's a different thing. So a big disappointment and a big problem was when uh, Western East Germany reunited, the people from East Germany believed literally, okay, now we're going to get, you know, everything is going to come to us for free. And in West Germany, there was this mentality of you got to work like a crazy motherfucker, you know, to, to get somewhere. And until today, there's tensions between this, this attitude, uh, the, the guys from East Germany, now the younger generations, they are over it. But uh, when the reunification happened, it was a huge problem. Lots of promises were made and the people were expecting, oh, capitalism, you know, that's it. Our life's going to drastically change. And then they were quite disillusionized when they found out, hey, it's not like you get shit for free. You have to really work hard and have a good education and try try your best. And um, I think in North Korea, that would be probably the same thing. Um, although that difference is even bigger. I mean, Korea is literally living in the 60s right now or something uh, yeah. technology-wise. And um, well, are, are not uh, most of the citizens basically like slaves? Yeah. North Korea, which I think is, I mean... They have the Yuche system, which pretty much means self-reliance. So they try to produce anything with, within the country. But there was a huge famine uh, there, you know... Um, huge starvation a few years back and so on. I mean, their technology is just not cutting it. They are not, there's Pyongyang as the capital city, which is pretty much, yeah, where the privileged 2 million people live. The rest that lives out in the back country are fucked, man. There is like, yeah, a lot of uh, extremely poor people, malnourishment, um, no medical services, no nothing. So for them, I mean, it would be best if the border just falls and, you know, they reunite with the West or with South Korea pretty much. And um, so they get a better quality of life. The people are even smaller there, you know, physical, because they are malnourished and uh, yeah, life expectation fairly low compared to South uh, Korea. So it's like... It would work, but obviously, if you imagine there's generations in Germany, still there's a misunderstanding between East and West still after almost 30 years now after the wall came down um, because they different systems and it takes two, three generations to kind of balance it out. And I assume in North Korea, it would be the same. I mean, in the end, all people are the same. You know, you strive for personal luck, for having a happy life. Um and they do try to do that in their current system, but if they give them a better system where they can potentially be more free, because that's the big difference between socialism and capitalism, at least you can somehow be free in a capitalist, yeah, to a certain extent at least. 
So I think, yeah, it would work, but it would be very tricky. You know, there's China with influence on North Korea, USA on the other side with South Korea. It's also a political thing. I mean, North Korea and South Korea cannot decide on their own that we want to reunite. It's the same yeah, thing with Germany. South Korea would like yeah. That's yeah. a significant burden. Russia had to give the okay, um, you know, so Germany could reunite. Without Russia, without Gorbachev saying, okay, then freaking Germans reunite, <laughs> leave me alone. It wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would leave work. me alone. It wasn't tear yeah. this wall down. It was leave yeah. me alone. I mean, Helmut Kohl went to, went to Gorbachev and negotiated that. And he, Helmut Kohl was, could be a really pesky guy when he wanted something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, enough political talk. Uh, before we get to Ask Crack, we have to thank our sponsor for this episode, Braintree. Braintree Payments is the best way to add a payment solution into your mobile app. By next year, maybe even next week, there could be a whole new way to pay. Maybe it will be the next Bitcoin or the next Apple Pay or even maybe both. Fortunately, Braintree's full stack payment platform is easily acceptable, is easily adaptable to whatever the future holds. So you can adapt easily too. accepting everything from pounds to PayPal to the next big innovation from any device with just a single integration. And when that new payment method comes out, you know that you'll have all you have to do is update a few lines of code. No late nights compiling tons and tons of uh, stuff and recoding and stressing out about staying ahead of the curve. Braintree Payments has everything for you and is there to help. So if you want to learn more, find out more, check out their sandbox, learn more at braintreepayments.com slash minecrack. That's braintreepayments.com slash minecrack. It's simple and secure payment solution for you once again braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack and thank you so much braintree for your support of the mindcrack podcast moving on to ask crack uh you guys sent in questions and we will attempt to answer them uh first comes from Zuck Smai, if you had to join, if you had to join any branch of the military service, what would you choose? So if you were forced to join the military, which branch of military would you join? I know mine's easy. It'd be the Air Force. Because in the Air Force, they have a they have the biggest budget, but being a pilot would be cool. And also the Air Force goes to space. You could be an astronaut. If you went whoa, whoa, into the Air whoa. Force, I think it needs vision. to be called Space Force. If that's <laughs> it's not called Space Force, no. They're going to space. It needs to be called Space Force, <laughs> or maybe Vacuum Force because there is no air in space. Yeah, really. Um, I hate to crush your dreams, Chad, but do you have perfect vision? I think I do. <laughs> no contacts, no glasses, none of that. I have reading glasses, but I've been told that I have twenty twenty vision. Yeah, uh, these out. glasses, you're these out. aren't even like. Yep. You're out. They don't do much. I think I have, like, I have basically. Nope. No, nope. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to get Step tested. Back private chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're grounded until further notice. I could be a mechanic. I could, <laughs> I could work on airplanes. Every you time you'd look at the plane, you'd see your crushed dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see the pilot get on, and I have these oh, frustrating <laughs> moments. 
ah, damn it, Tom Cruise. Oh, he was there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you guys were forced to join a branch of the military, I don't even know what the German military looks like. I don't even, are there branches? Is it just one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. But um, if I could choose a worldwide organization or so, or if I, let's say I'm American, then okay. I would like to be in the Navy SEALs because uh, elite troop, really uh, great brotherhood, not easy to get into. And um, they do the crazy shit. Uh, you know, if you have to go, then you have to go all out, obviously. <laughs> if you're going to put your life on the line, better be yeah, a badass then, while you do it. Then, then go badass, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would, uh, right now not, but maybe when I was younger and super fit, if I could have survived Hell Week, I doubt it if I could make it. But yeah, that would be that would be cool, being one of our Green Berets or so. Black like Ops, man. Yeah, some Black Ops. TV mm. SEALs, Delta Force, Rangers. Mm. Yeah, that'll be cool if I had to go to the army, yeah. Uh, or to the military, um, better say. I had some family members in the military. Um, my grandfather, I think, was in the army. I don't know too much about him. Um, but my uncle was a drill instructor uh, for the Marines. I think that's the proper term, instructor. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. I'm probably making some Marines very angry right now by calling them the wrong name. And, you know, my uncle being one of them. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he eventually, once he was done doing the instructor thing, I think he became a loadmaster uh, for uh, on C-130s. Um, I got to go inside one of those ones. They're pretty cool. Uh, but that's my experience with the military. Um, I don't think I'm cut out for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess um, I think Navy would be cool going on boats and stuff. But uh, I don't think they have internet on there, so. <laughs> Remember, the Air Force also has boats. Just putting that out there. Oh yeah, Mr. Air Force guy. They have they have <laughs> boats too, and they should be called Water Force. Get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> the Army should just it, rename uh, themselves to Ground Force. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, you know what's funny is that the Marines that name refers to, you know, like uh, going in the water. Yeah. Going across the water. Mm. The Riverines, I think, is yeah. a related name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Marines is what I'd go for. Just because I feel like that's the most like practical, applied knowledge, applied physical everything. Like huh. if I was gonna go into it and do it, I'd want to be made into a machine for doing the job. Interesting. Also, by the way, Doc, I think you have to go through one of those avenues before you can just. Yes, I yes. Yeah, the yeah, I totally know. <laughs> Navy SEALs, me up, yeah, boys. Obviously, but I think any soldier can apply as far yeah. as I can tell if you are a part of any branch of the armed forces. Um, I agree with striving for the top. I guess yeah. it would be good to go to the Army, too, because I think Army Rangers would be really good to be in if you if you care about, like, being the best of the best. Yeah, and you'd be prepared well for the zombie apocalypse, man. I mean, they do all kinds of survival training. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what this all real boi really boils down to. Is yeah. How does this help me survive the zombies? I'll yeah, be in lately space. I'm, uh, 
lately on Naked and Afraid Survival, um, there was a guy, from, I think he was a Green Beret, and he freaking kicked ass. He had a great time there in the freaking while. <laughs> I found that cool. <laughs> I think anybody who's been in the military is like, got a major head start on any civilian when it comes to making it out there. I mean, they, yeah. get, they do have survival training to start with. So, yeah. I bet he was all like, yeah, I'm naked, but the cameraman's the one that's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. It was crazy. It was so thriving, not surviving. They, they thrived. Yeah. Nebris, your question is next to read. Yeah, I see. I got this super long one. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's it's some sort of guest hazing ritual. <laughs> Hello, podcrackers and possible guests. That's me. I have a very deep question for you. If you had to contain a large animal in your pants for a single day, what animal would you choose? I would personally choose a cat since I own one. It's not a large animal. Yeah, that's what I felt. And he would forgive me once I gave him food. Have a nice day. Well, I think they underestimate cats uh, <clears throat> in a few. So I think more than just like a gerbil is what he meant by a large animal, not a can. I, I can speak <laughs> in relation to the amount of space you have in your pants. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I have plenty of experience containing a large python. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go with the mountain lion. I, it, for the challenge. <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking. I do an armadillo. This is like oh. so. It's like uh, I have armor there all day long. <laughs> if you have armor there, what if it pinches? Then the, then the yeah, the business end of the armadillo is all over your business. Okay, okay, <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, maybe I go armor inward and armadillo yeah. outward. Claws, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait. Maybe I should do something fuzzy. Crap. Should do something fun like an anteater. You can you can prepare for questions. A koala. Like it would be a koala. It'd totally be a koala. Koalas Don't are like mean. all koalas have like hepatitis or something. Oh god. All koalas are mostly claws, dude. I'm, no, I'm looking this up. Koala. What is the fuzziest, cutest animal? A bunny? I don't know. Oh, chlamydia. Chlamydia. Oh. oh. I don't want Up to seventy percent of koalas are infected with chlamydia. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> From having a koala in your pants. How is somebody a question. Have a question like that? Is that question made up? Did somebody really ask you us that? Yeah, I mean, that is no, <laughs> it was Jefferson. Jefferson. Jeffertron. Uh, Jeffertron. Give us another, Chad. You're still failing. Uh, okay, I'm still failing at this. I mean, I'm really trying to think like. What could just absolutely not just like not? I want the fluffiest, you know, non clawy animal, a whale, maybe a fish. Yeah, maybe a fish a would be. Oh, you said a lamb. I thought you said a whale. <laughs> I was like, yeah, a whale. Okay, yeah, just slide it into the blowhole and you're safe. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's, that's why I could never go back pants. to SeaWorld. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! A treble. I want a treble in my pants. There we go. Trebles. Just, just multiply. Trouble. You like Pokemon into this now? <laughs> it's Star Trek. It's like the most famous oh, Star Trek animal. A treble. You call yourself trouble with trebles. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah, it doesn't have okay. any claws. It's just. It's not a real fucking animal, man. 
don't know. I don't know. It would. I, I actually think now a fish, like a fish, wouldn't bite. I think a fish, a fish wouldn't, wouldn't live. A fish wouldn't sure live. That. Okay, yeah, you got twenty four hours. Dead but. fish in your pants? Yeah, yeah. I don't carry a dead fish around with me. <laughs> they wow. me. Everyone would avoid me for that entire day. It'd be great because I'd be dealing with a fish in my pants, and they'd be like, "Oh, what's that smell, Chad? Why is it emanating from your crotchal area? Get out of here!" Wait, you're a guy, but your crotch <laughs> smells. Shut up! Fish. Oh, gross! Gross! <laughs> Okay, Co, what would you do? What would you what animal? Uh I don't know either. Probably like a a, a non venomous snake. <laughs> okay. Non- Snakes just don't give a fuck. Unless it yeah. decided to like coil around one of my legs and, and kill my leg, I guess. That would be bad. Yeah. But I think for the most part a snake would be pretty chill. Yeah. They might even be happy about it because you'd be like a warm rock to them. <laughs> I'd do a chameleon because you had a really cool <laughs> body. A chameleon. Can we clip yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I'll put a chameleon in my pants because that would be like, really great. <laughs> great party trick, you know. You go like, hey, check that out. And you open your pants and then the tongue goes like. <laughs> <laughs> would they even be able to see it? You're yeah. going for like impressive animal, the most impressive animal possible. <laughs> Look That's what funny. I can do. So, so yeah. Okay. That's that. That's good. I think all these were g- good answers, except for mine. Uh, okay, Cole, you're the next question. My question is from Mr. Bianc, who asks, okay, boys, reptiles or amphibians? I've been watching a lot of like videos of crocs just like killing shit, <laughs> and crocs are awesome, so I'm going to go with reptiles. Crocodile's a reptile, right? I don't know. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, amphibians are like like frogs and stuff that don't have scales, right? Reptiles have scales. There's a defining difference. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking. I don't remember exactly what. Cold blooded versus warm blooded. No, they're warm blooded reptiles. I think. I think it's some um, breathe like has something to do with their breathing. Like amphibians can breathe in another environment, whereas reptiles. Be there. Yeah, that, that might be. Yeah, so reptiles include snakes, lizards, turtles, tortoises, crocodiles, and alligators. Yes. Amphibians right are frogs, can. toads, salamanders, and yeah. I mean, am- amphibians oh. can breathe underwater too. Reptiles can't. <laughs> what? Yeah, reptiles just holding their breath. <clears throat> Interesting. Mm. We have to go with amphibians for the uh, the regeneration ability. Yeah, they don't get regeneration until like level thirty, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say reptiles because they just look more beefy and like like a tank. Amphibians all look like you could squish them. I feel like this question was a trap because we don't know enough about reptiles. <laughs> I know. Really- Dude, all you need to know is crocodiles are in one of those categories and not the other. And crocodiles are awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'll be reptiles too. I mean, obviously, lizard army hiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way to make it sound weak. <laughs> yeah, so some differences are like the skin is dry, scaly, watertight on reptiles. Amphibians, it would be moist, smooth, or rough skin, sometimes with sticky glands. 
yeah, this is yeah. I'm all about reptiles. Okay. I, know, I think amphibians have lots of cool abilities. They can do cool shit. Some of them are poisonous. I guess reptiles reptiles have that too. Fuck. <laughs> we got snakes. Oh. We got. Oh wait, I'm switching camps. Komodo dragon. Turtle. I forgot that those. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Camp. Like the thing is, is are you battle toads or are you teenage mutant ninja turtles? Teenage what mutant ninja turtles, right? I mean, yeah, right? Of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. There's reptiles every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, my question. Hi there, guys. I'm wondering if any of you know how to play an instrument or want to learn to play an instrument. I self-taught myself to play drums, and now I'm learning the piano. Thanks for answering my question, Original Mac. Um, yeah, I self-taught myself to play guitar. And that's the so only jealous. instrument I ever wanted to play because it's just cool, gets all the chicks. I learned Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the guitar. And the Star Spangled Banner on the piano, and that's it. It's all the chicks. Yeah, yeah. like Doc said. <laughs> uh, I started to learn the piano. That does not get all the chicks, by the way. Uh, and uh, I gave up after a while. As uh, if you would care about the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to not care about yeah people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And. I did uh, 19 years of piano and music theory, and I did violin for, I don't know, like seven years, I think. I played trombone in band. I taught myself guitar. I think that's basically everything. How transferable are the skills between instruments? Music theory is applicable to all of them, mm. and uh, being able to read sheet music between all of them is the same. But like... Uh, there's similarity. There's like uh, you know arpeggios and things, but they're they're very different in how you execute them. Like a trombone is really weird because you don't have you don't have a set thing that says this is the note that you're playing. Like a piano has a key, a guitar has a string and a fret. A trombone, you just have the slide fucking somewhere. There's no markers. There's no. Yeah, you just crazy. I never thought about that. Yeah, you just you just kind of know after a while after you've played it. Do you think um, you get a better ear for like what is an A, A sharp, like flat and all that stuff with a trombone? I assume you have to. I think, I think that is applicable to all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a, a violin uh, is similar to right. a guitar in that you just have frets and strings and you sort of have like an idea of this is where all the notes are in the various positions. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just weird with the trombone. It's just all by ear. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you you learn the positions of the slide very similarly to how you would a like a guitar. Yeah, it's like muscle memory in the end as well. I guess you know you know exactly how far you have. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the instruments are just different combinations of things until you hit the note that you've learned. And the trombone's just this is A, this is G. I mean, with with playing guitar, uh, for me, I found certain notes. Um, yeah, or chords, better say, are tricky uh, to 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 learn. You know, to do it from a technical standpoint. But other Don't than you that, need four of them? well, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot to it. And then I never, you know, I never excelled in it. You know, I could 
play along too many songs, but not, you know, doing crazy solos and stuff. I never went that far because that's next level shit then. Oh, you need um, your power chords, man. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> power chord. Yeah. I mean, that is first to go with the, I don't know, how is it called in English? It's in German, it's duo. Um, and then, yeah, you go to the power chords and then the fun starts. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I really liked in Shred a bit and stuff like that. But um, it's not that difficult <laughs> to learn, actually. It's pretty easy to do. Um, like on the internet, there's tons and tons of tab lists. And let, let's say if you... Um, you have E minor and then you have C, A, you know, very basic, G. They're very basic things, easy to, to learn. And then with those few grips or, or chords, you can already do like a shit ton of songs, <laughs> actually. Uh, so, yeah. I think there's a sort of, um, there's a point that you get to where you kind of are like at a plateau, you know, the basic chords and power chords and stuff like that. Yeah. You can't just like walk freely all over the guitar. No, it, that's what I reached, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Could do it, all the chords, but never, like there was this level, yeah, as you said, there's this plateau, and yeah. then if you want to step up higher, then you really have to put your ass into it and like really yeah. work hard. And learning all of the obscure chords leads yeah. to that, because then you start to know, you can walk around the chords, basically. The chords are like a big block of stuff. Then yeah. you, when you know like, oh, if I, if I do all this shit, it's going to be E minor, Overall. Yeah. 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 I'm jealous of all that. I want to, I've always wanted to get into music, but never found the time to dedicate to it. Yeah. It's a, it's a question of time, but believe me, Jet, learning the basics of guitar is actually a lot of people were like, what you taught yourself playing guitar. And it's like, dude, it is really not that hard. Guitar At least the basics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. It's, it's just getting those blisters for a little, little while. Yeah, you will. You will <laughs> add then, a Western guitar. Um, yeah. That is, if you don't play it now, my fingers are soft. I had, you know, I had really nice, uh, how you call it, um, callus, yeah, yeah, caps and stuff. That's all gone. And now sometimes I break it out and play, and then my my hand hurts for a day. Yeah. Easy. My fingertips are like, yo, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. You get back to normal after a few sessions, though. Yeah, I, I would say that anything. If you just spend a half an hour or an hour a day, you can learn anything. Oh, yeah. Including yeah. guitar and piano or... Uh, uh, I don't know anything. about particle physics. Sure. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, if it was I, enough I think, time, I think so. If you have the books. Yeah. yeah. You'd probably have to like start with like <laughs> advanced algebra again, you know? <laughs> Yeah, you might have to start down a few rungs yeah. on the ladder. Just Calculus. watch a lot of Big Bang Theory and then eventually get sure, yeah, that. <laughs> that's an educational show. That, that's yeah. your 30 minutes a day right there. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, if you want to catch uh, more episodes, go to mindcracklp.com slash podcast. There you can find links to iTunes and YouTube. Uh, you can also subscribe there to never miss a show. Also, if you want to send us questions that we will answer, uh, we're getting kind of low on questions. So please head on over to mindcracklp.com slash podcast and submit a question. Uh, if you submit a good one, uh, it's very, very likely that it will uh, be asked on uh, the next podcasts coming up. So please head on over to mindcracklp.com slash podcast. 
A uh, little bit of programming note. I am moving over the next uh, two weeks, so I will not be on the show and um, good will be running it. So there might be some format changes. Who knows if the video is going to even get recorded. It might just be audio only. Uh, it might be video, but recorded in a different format. Uh, and also the iTunes versions will most likely go up late because I'll still be doing the iTunes versions. Good will be publishing on YouTube, uh, but the iTunes versions may be a little bit delayed uh, until I can get some time to upload them. So just, yeah. to, just notice that. You can see that you're moving in the background. <laughs> I know. Yeah. My background is like totally messed up. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, see you guys next time on the podcast. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.